boys and girls. Looks like I missed another deadline. A self-imposed deadline. Still, I should do better about keeping up with this stuff. It's supposed to be a weekly podcast that turned into once here, once there, once somewhere else, and now I'm on episode five somehow, magically, and <clears throat> it looks like it's been a few weeks. The last one was somewhere around 8th of July. So, you know, I missed it by just a little bit. What have I been up to in all that time since then? Well, I did the mad dash to find a job. That didn't work out. I gave up on insurance because with the pandemic and everything else going on in the world, I saw no reason to keep going with it because no one wanted to um, let you in their house during this, this whole mess kind of thing. So makes it hard to sell insurance when you can't get in the door. And there was, there was talk about doing it over the phone and doing it by Zoom call and everything, but there wasn't a lot of training with the company I work for. They're all just, oh, just go do it. Well, go do it doesn't work for me. I'm an old man now. Go do it doesn't always fit into my world, if you know what I mean. Sure, I could do it. I could figure out a way to do it, but here we are. So in the meantime, I was contacted by a company called Hire Heroes. They work with vets and first responders and everything to help them find jobs and get training and, and whatnot. Whatever the modern vet needs, right? As far as employment goes. And I didn't think anything of it because the guy called me out of the blue. You know, I signed up and I hadn't heard anything in, in a year or so. I had been on the site before looking for jobs and nothing ever really panned out. My resume didn't match or whatever the reason was. doesn't really matter. But he reached out to me as I was in the car on way, oddly enough, on my way to an insurance interview, which didn't work out. I'll talk more about that in a minute. But I'm talking to him. He says, yeah, I'm from Higher Heroes, and I'm here to help you with your resume. I'm thinking, great, my resume is a mess. You know, I've tried, and people have tried to help me set it up and get it going, and it never, I guess it never really worked out because I didn't really hear back from a lot of jobs, and I'm sure... Part of that was resume, and part of that is I've hit that magical number of 50-plus. Now, none of us old people can prove that that's why we're not getting jobs, but we all know pretty darn well that's why we're not getting jobs, which is odd to me because you think 50, that's like 30-something years of experience working. Whether it's in the job you're applying for or not, you're still in the workforce for that long, so you have a work ethic. When I worked at Harbor Freight back in the day, a friend of mine and I would always laugh about that, how the new kids would be like, you mean I got to come in tomorrow too? And the day after that, I have to work every day, every day I'm on the schedule for it. And they would complain about having to work. I'm like, dude, you know, what did you think was going to happen when you took the job? You just come in when you want to? No, sorry. No, no, nay, nay, bro. Don't work that way. But we would always come in, you know, the boss would say, hey, I need somebody for tomorrow. And, and, and she or I would, would say, all right, sure, you know, most often, not always. Because there are days when I'm just like, no, I screw this, I don't want to work. Or I don't want to work any extra days this week. But that's what we did, and that's where we were. So you think, with all that, you know, we have it ingrained in us, you have a job, you show up. You don't take every day off, you don't call out sick and say, you know what, straight up not having a good time, man. And they, they would not show up, but they would call out sick or whatever and would be short-staffed. So, back to where I was. So he calls me and he says, I'm going to do your resume. I'm like, all right, that's cool, whatever. 
and a few days later he delivered it to me. I'm like, wow, I had no idea that I had done all this stuff. You know, he didn't he didn't pad it. He didn't he didn't embellish. He just changed the wording because the new software now apparently, <clears throat> excuse me, weeds out a lot of a lot of resumes because they're not worded right. They're not coded right for the software because God forbid someone in HR actually read the read the resumes, right? I guess if you're getting 10,000 resumes a month, no one has time to read all those. And that's cool. I get that. I understand that, kind of. So, while he was doing this, he said, you know, we have training available. Why don't you check out our website? So, I, I signed into the, the portal, and I, I looked around, and I contacted probably five or six different schools, and some were too far away, or some didn't offer what I wanted, or whatever the reason was and then I found ACI learning now this is not a direct plug for them I'm not making any money from them I'm just talking about my experience I, I signed up you know I signed up for an interview or to have them call me and that went really well the guy I talked to was was super cool and he was he's he's a um, he's in the reserves so he has some clue of what's going on he served in the I think it was the army many years ago so he he knows what's going on what's up with with the vet world and we talked and the more we talked the more I liked what he had to say now they had two they had two courses available to me available to me one was comp TIA and one was the class I'm taking which is called AWS restart it's it's a cloud practitioner um, essentials kind of class to get you your certification to be a cloud practitioner what that means is you'd be the guy as an intern or the new guy that would um, maintain whatever clouds or cloud servers that a company already has you wouldn't be doing the installations you wouldn't be doing the programming or anything like that that would come later and that was fine with me I was I think oh that's cool I can do that and the other <clears throat> excuse me the other thing that sold me on it was one exam versus like five exams with the other one you'd have to pass five to get your cert with this one it's just one one and done it's a it's an hour-long test which is no no um no problem whatsoever with my life insurance test that was like i think i was in the chair for an hour and a half maybe a little bit longer so an hour i can do that no problem so i signed up and then i had to wait on the va for funding because there's no way I was going to afford this class. The class is like north of, well, we'll call it 14k, which that's another another episode all in itself why it costs so much to do this. But hey, I'm not paying for it. The VA will, and I've had a I've had a spotty relationship at best with the VA because I tried signing up for benefits and I was told I made too much money, which crazy to me, you know, that that it would do that. So I, I signed up and I sent them my paperwork and I did everything I was supposed to do, cross the I's, dotted the T's, etc. And then we waited. And I'm thinking it's going to take forever for this to come back to me. Sorry, I apologize for the, the puppy nails in the background. They're never this active unless I'm recording. That's the way life goes, I suppose. So I waited and then it came back and I was approved. I'm like, all right, this is great. This is a big break I needed. Thank you, God. This is what I prayed for. You know, I, I prayed for some kind of help, some kind of guidance, some, some, something to show me that he was listening. I know he's listening. That's not, that's not really what I meant. I know he's always listening and that's fine. 
So I got it and I signed up for the class and everything was good. And I've been in the class for about three weeks now. And I've learned a lot. I've learned more about Linux in the last week and a half than I ever knew about Linux in the life leading up to this point. The instructor's great. The other people in the class are great. It's like probably 90% vets out of the 22 people in the class. I can't call them kids because some are my age. So it's a good mix of mix of backgrounds and service and where we served and everything. And so it's really great. The point I'm trying to make, I suppose, in my roundabout folksy kind of way is God listens. I know you may think he doesn't or he may not answer you in the time frame that you want him to. But he does listen and he does deliver in his time. And that's I think that's the hardest part for most people is waiting on God's time. It could be a minute. It could be an hour. You know, I read something that it was a joke about God. How long is someone asked God? How long is a a second? And God says, you know, for me, it could be a lifetime. And he says, you know, how much is a million dollars? And God says to me, it's like a few pennies. And the guy says, God, can I have a few pennies? And God says, sure, give me a second. So <laughs> it's just, it's, it's a way of thinking about how God does things in his own times. And every night, you know, I'm one of those every night, all right, bedtime routine, always the last thing I do is pray every night without fail. I have my routine. I have my, I have my, my standard prayers, I guess. And even back when I was selling insurance, it was God, if I can help this person, let me help them. If I can't, you know, I can't. But let me be okay either way. And that was what I said every time before I got out of my car. And more often than not, I sold. And I helped the family out. Because that was my goal. It wasn't about the money. Sure, the money was important. Otherwise, why am I out there? You know, I hear people, oh, I don't do it for the money. And then, all right, you're not doing it for free. So you're doing it for something, right? You're getting some kind of, some kind of financial monetary compensation out of this. You're not doing it because you're a great guy. So... You know, I, I prayed, he answered, and now my next thing I'm praying for is that this turns into some kind of job somewhere. And I don't care. At my age, I'm just like, I want to work. I don't care if I'm an intern maintaining five cloud servers for some random company somewhere. Because my goal is, excuse me, I'll take a drink of water. My ultimate goal is to get <clears throat> through this class, <clears throat> get a job, and then do more certifications. I don't care if it's for... AWS security or or whatever just something in that field because like the education guy or the not the education guy sorry the career guy told me was this is in IT is like a super highway and their job is to get you onto that highway and then the rest is kind of up to you And that's what I plan on doing. I plan on I plan on getting on the on ramp and going as far and as fast as I can in whatever amount of time I have left to work. I know I'm not that old, but if you listen to my show, you know that there are health issues here. There are other issues and concerns that may preclude me from like doing twenty years with a company. But who knows? Maybe I'll be still doing some kind of cloud work. <clears throat> At 73, you know, the next one of the next things I could do is I can go into specializations like security or 
Oh, please excuse the, the break in the audio. My dogs decided now would be a great time to practice their security skills. Oddly enough, I was talking about Amazon security specializations or advanced networking, data analytics. I mean, look up Amazon or AWS Amazon certifications. There's a lot out there. There's a lot you can do with this stuff. I think that's kind of awesome. Um, so that's where I'm at. I'm in school and I'm doing really well. And school is going great and everything. And, I, you know, just keep praying, keep plugging away. God will answer you in his time. And for those of you that are out there that don't believe in God, I, I don't know what to tell you. Because <laughs> if you got that, or if you don't have that, and I, I don't know what you have. Um, what is it? Dear universe, dear... Dear fairy godmother, I, I don't know. And I'm, I'm not mocking you. I'm really not. I just, I don't understand the mindset where you don't have something like that to believe in or some kind of basis for a belief system in something bigger and greater than we are. Because otherwise, it's like, this is it, man. It's not going to get any better. One day, you're just going to turn turn back into ashes and, and dust and whatnot, and then that's it. And I... I can't live my life believing that that's how it's going to be. So, I, you know, I can't recommend enough making some kind of relationship with God. Read, pick up a Bible and read it, man. It, it's never failed to give me the insight that I need, no matter what passage I read, no matter when I read it. It's always <clears throat> wherever I open the book, that's where I'm supposed to open the book to. And I know that sounds like a lot of a lot of hooey and like, oh, yeah, that doesn't work well. I'm, I, I'm here to tell you for me. It's worked every time. And um, I, I can't think of anything better in the world than knowing that God loves you and he's looking out for you and he's got your back always. It's a good feeling. It's a good thing to have. It really is. I highly recommend it. What else was there? Um, learning about Linux. Next week or, or next week or two, we're going to touch on Python. And then we're going to spend like the last two weeks of the class getting ready for the exam. Which I think is fine with me, as long as I as long as I feel confident, and I think I know enough to get through it, then I'm good. I'm 100% okay with that. And then they've got a career counselor for us that's going to um, he's supposed to pop into class sometime in the next week or two and talk to us about what they do, and he's going to have different companies come in and talk about what they do, and then they work with this for lack of a better word, the stable of companies. And there's a lot that ACI works with to get you job placements. <clears throat> I mean, they don't guarantee it. No one can guarantee that I will absolutely get you a job because things come up and things, you know, things don't work out the way they're supposed to it or whatnot. So that's fine. I get that. I'm perfectly okay with that. You know, just help me out. Point me in a direction. Give me as much help as you can. Give me the tools you need to give me so I can interview well, I can get my resume polished up right. Because even though I've had it redone, now I've got to have it re-redone to add this training to it to go with the other stuff I'm doing. So yeah, I'm looking forward to this. I think it's a good program. If this is something that interests you, Amazon has a free six-hour class on Cloud Practitioner. It covers a lot not in depth, but it does cover like the broad strokes of what it does and how it works and what they do and everything. And if you go, if you want to do this, absolutely look at, look into it. 
education is never a bad thing. And I think you should learn something new every day. It doesn't always work out that way because life, you know, gets in the way and whatnot. But, yeah, you should always be learning because if you're not learning, I think maybe your brain doesn't atrophy right away. But I certainly think that once you stop using your brain and, and challenging your brain and, you know, working that, that muscle, if you will, then it's going to atrophy. And you're going to start forgetting stuff and your memory's going to go to crap. And it's just, it's not pretty because I'm there. I've got some serious, serious short-term memory issues. I've got to write stuff down, and I write notes down. I look at the note, and I'm like, what is this? I don't remember what this note means, so I have to have... <clears throat> there are times when I have to have notes for my notes, and I know that sounds crazy, but here we are. All right, that, talks, that wraps up what I want to talk about for what's going on currently in my life. Now I'm looking toward the bigger picture of the world, and... I'm a vet, as many of you know, and if you're just tuning in, I'm a Navy vet. I did six years, about three years of that on a sub. So I never I never saw combat like a lot of these guys that are, you know, what's going on in Afghanistan right now. I never saw the combat, so I don't understand it. I understand being in a dangerous situation because every time the hatch closed on that submarine, we were in danger of dying. It's not an exaggeration. That's not... That's not me embellishing the story. That's every time the hatch closed and we dove the sub, we were in danger of not coming back. So I get I get the urgency and I get the, the anxiety and all that. Because in the back of your mind, you try to push it down with work and, and everything. But it's always in the back of your mind that, hey, I could die. <laughs> I could lay down in my rack tonight or, or this morning whenever I got off watching. You know, it's that, that would be it next Next stop would be the pearly gates. And St. Peter would be shaking his head and saying, oh, oh no, not another bubblehead. So yeah, I get it. It sucks. I, I'm at best an armchair quarterback on this stuff. But I do not believe that the president or his advisors or the cabinet or the Pentagon or any of these people know what the hell they're doing. I really don't. I don't get the whole, let's leave billions of of dollars of equipment behind, let's leave, you know, all our weapons behind, let's... How do you get the military out before you get the, the people out? I don't understand that. That's entirely the wrong order. It should be people, you know, either either pick up our toys or destroy the toys so no one else can use them because you've, you've left our enemy this tactical advantage over everyone else in the region. And that's not good. That can't be a good thing. There's no scenario to quote Tony Stark, in which, you know, you come out on top in this. Because I, I don't I don't see how. But again, I'm just a civilian now. What do I know? What else? What else? Um, yeah, it's a, it's a big mess, and our, our boys and girls are coming home, so thank God for that. And I don't know what God's plan is. No one does. God knows. God has his own time, and God has his own thing, and he's like, you don't need to know this right now. And that's cool, and I, I pray for I pray for guidance and discernment in that area. And like, all right, just let me let me keep in the back of my head that this is you. It's not me. It has nothing to do with me. I'm just here living my living my life the best I can, and you're doing you. Something I, I hear often is there are two things I know: God is God, and I am not. So I don't I don't get a say in this. I don't get to go to the 
to the staff meeting on Monday morning and say, all right, this is what we're doing this week. I don't get to do any of that. I get to just sit on the sidelines and, and watch stuff unfold and know that God is in control and believe that of that many million percent in my heart and in my soul that God has this and he's got us, he's got us covered and we don't need to worry about a thing. You know, just live our best life, do the best we can down here. And, you know, <clears throat> in the end, we'll all meet. Well, not all of us. Some of you are not going that way, and that, that's not that's not mocking you or anything. That's just the way it is. Some of you are not going that way at the end. You may be going in a different direction. I don't know. Unless you're a Jew like some of my friends, and I don't think they believe in they don't believe in hell, so I don't know. I don't know what happens to the Jews that don't quite make the cut. I, I don't know where they go or what happens to them. Unfortunately, there's no one around to ask. I'm like, hey, where did Jaime go? We don't know. What else? What else? What else? Oh, this may date this podcast a little bit, but Ed Asner has left the world a couple of days ago. It's sad. He was 91, so it's not like it's not like it made a surprise. You know, it's like, oh God, he was so young. No, he wasn't. He was 91. I think that's about the same age Betty White is. She's up there, so she may have asked all of us. Her and Keith, her and Keith Moon, right? So we'll see. I think that about wraps it up for this week. Thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. If you like what you hear, tell your friends. If you don't like what you hear, I guess don't tell them. I, I don't know. That's all I got. So have a good rest of the week, and hopefully it will not be a month. I know I say that every episode. Hopefully it will not be a month until I'm back again. Have a good one.